This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are midway through our, well, your fourth show of the work week, my third show of the work week. Uh, I, here's the thing about taking off a night. I sleep like poo and the pets do not understand why I'm home. And so they do not have any problem waking me up at 515. Uh, It it was not a good night of sleeping, but I, I did get to attend to a few other tasks and items that were on my plate that I needed to attend to. Uh, So it was good to have that personal day. I had one left, so I needed to use it. And this was a good opportunity. Uh, Definitely thought of you and thought of producer Jay, who tends to get ill when I leave. I'm I'm not, that's not hyperbole. That's real. It's he, very accurate. Why do you get sick every time I leave? I don't know. And the weird thing is, like, just I, fess up. I, I, I don't really get sick, as you know, like ever throughout the year. It only Except seems to for fall when on I leave. when you're days when you have not here. I don't know why it is. I the really don't. funny part is he anticipates me not being around and starts to get sick even before I'm gone. It happens. I don't, I don't. It's an immune response for thing response to thing. I don't know. We, we need to get a doctor on this. There could be something wrong with you. I think there is more I mean, than my health. Yes, that's just the one thing that we can pinpoint currently. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence. We're live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket Can just got a tweet from Renee who called us about the World Cup uh, and asked us how can we grow soccer in the United States and. There are a few ways, but winning is always the top way. Winning is always the number one way to attract people to whatever you want them to see, whether it's winning on a field, on the court, on the ice, or maybe it's not sports. Maybe it's winning in a boardroom. Maybe it's winning uh, at some new venture or new uh, small business startup, anything like that. We as Americans were attracted to success stories and we need Team USA to be a success story. This coming weekend, the NFL heads to Germany. So we'll talk about that uh, a little bit too. We did with Trent Green, former NFL QB and uh, longtime NFL and CBS analyst. Uh, so if you missed that, it's part of our podcast, After Hours, AmyLawrence.com. We're going to take some more of your calls about soccer. What? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we're also gauging your interest level. Right now, there's a poll up. Many of you are not only taking the poll uh, on Twitter, but you're also responding. Some of you are explaining why or why not you have interest. Uh, so on Twitter, After Hours, CBS, and also on my Twitter and then our Facebook page too, named after the show. If you haven't seen our YouTube channel, we have no soccer videos. But what we do have, uh, pumpkin carving, candy, Stairway to 7 series. And next week, Jay, what's coming? Because we're getting close to Thanksgiving. We have a new Ask Amy on the way. 
A new video version of Ask Amy Anything. So we skipped it this week. I wasn't here for the hump show, but we're collecting questions. So if you want to send them to our show Twitter, Jay is going to find the 10 most unique questions uh, and we'll do those. We'll record them next week and then we'll share that with you going into Thanksgiving week uh, because it's a great time of the year. It's probably my favorite holiday of the year and we want to spread some Thanksgiving cheer I'm not going to bring a turkey, but I might unleash my gobble on you. I have quite a gobble. You wouldn't even know. Jay, remember from last year, I did the gobble, and you thought, whoa, that was straight fire. I knew it. You took the words out of my mouth. I was just going to say, I remember from last year that your gobble was straight fire. Straight fire gobble. No one ever said that ever anywhere else. It's the kind of stuff that you get here on CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> All right, so we'll get to Jeff Saturday as well as LeBron's injury, and we've got calls about soccer coming up. But first, hurry back to throw, and it is. Is it tossed? Oh my goodness, it's tossed. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center, steps back, throws the fade. Cooper Cup got it. Touchdown, LA. Burrow back to throw, looking, firing deep for Chase in the end zone. Oh, He's yeah. got it. Mahomes fires for the end zone, caught, touchdown, Kansas City. And off to Heckler again, no, Herbert keeps it, end zone, touchdown, Chargers. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap, Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five, into the end zone, touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. We're going to start in the AFC because we've all been waiting, that includes me, with bated breath to hear the latest on Josh Allen. It's a huge game for the Bills this weekend, too. Buffalo and Minnesota, two of the top teams in the league, are clashing this coming weekend. Uh, And so... If the Bills do not have a healthy Josh Allen, it changes a lot. Of course, we're super early in the season. This isn't going to be some kind of death blow if they can't uh, have their star quarterback on the field. However, it's not going to be the same matchup uh, in Orchard Park if we don't have Josh Allen. We've been waiting to hear about the UCL injury. Sean McDermott delivered the promised update, kind of, on Wednesday. He's day-to-day. And the next question will be, is he going to play? And the answer is, we'll see. Um, so based on the medical report that, that we have, uh, Josh is day-to-day. He didn't want to answer any questions. He did not want to give any details. The reports are a UCL sprain. And so that's what we've been able to get from people like Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. Fine, we we could tell that by watching. What we don't know is whether or not it's severe enough that Josh will be able to play on Sunday. I'm not going to get in the medical report. Um, should have said that to begin with. I'm not answering any more questions about Josh, <laughs> uh, his status, medical report. I'm not a doctor to begin with. Oh, um, hi, Bill. So he is day-to-day. Is he going to play? We'll see. We'll take it one day at a time. I know that Sean McDermott and Bill Belichick are in the same division. I'm pretty sure that some of Bill's technique, his tactics, are wearing off on the rest of the league like Sean McDermott. (laughs) No, no one thinks that. Uh, Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. What? Do I look like I'm a doctor? That's not my job. (laughs) Do you think he's admiring Sean McDermott? He feels like he has disciples. 
in Buffalo inside the division. Sean Let's McDermott. Not more credit than we need to give credit to Bill Belichick <laughs> in this one. That's wrong. We know you're lying, Sean. You love his press conferences, and now you're spewing Belichick when you talk about day by day. I'm not going to read the medical reports. I'm not going to get into the medical reports. I really can't control that. <laughs> Oh, it's little evil bills all over the league. We know Aaron Rodgers loves how Bill does his press conferences. Oy. So the latest with Josh Allen is that we don't know. It's up in the air. He definitely has a UCL muscle problem, but will it be enough to keep him off the field? The, the issue would be whether or not it could cause further damage for him to play. If it's just a matter of pain, well, they'll probably pump him full of uh, some some meds, give him a cortisone shot of some sort, and send him out there. And, and he's a tough guy. He's played through pain before. I instantly thought of Baker Mayfield, though, when I was considering if Josh could play with this. 70% of Josh is still better than the majority of the quarterbacks in the league, but but is that what they want? Are they worried that they're, you know, that they're going to do more damage and that he's not going to be available come December or beyond. So not a whole lot from Sean McDermott. We still don't know about Josh Allen. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Another starting quarterback we're waiting to see back on the field is Ryan Tannehill. Here's the Titans veteran with an update. Feeling good. You know, he's getting better day by day. Um, but definitely, you know, seeing the progress now. So that's exciting. This just got to get to a point to where I can I can go do my job effectively, and um, and be able to, you know, run the offense, move around enough to to not be a statue in the pocket and, and not statue. put myself, um, you know, or the ball in, in harm's way by by not being able to move. I love that. I mean, he generally does lean towards cinder blocks for feet, um, but he doesn't want to be a statue in the pocket. Okay. So then, thinking about the options this weekend if it's Malik Willis we know they're not asking him to throw the ball a lot they really rely heavily on Derrick Henry and the Titans this weekend uh, they're still tops in the AFC South but they are taking on the Broncos who have a strong defense not as strong without Bradley Chubb but they do have a very stout defense So, Malik Willis, what about the fact that your team isn't really asking you to do much but hand off to Henry? Bro, I'm just blessed to be able to play this game, bro. Uh, I'm just super appreciative that Billy God blessed me with and happy to go out there and have fun with it. And just the confidence that those guys show in me, it just gives me so much juice and it just helps me to continue to try to get better every day. That's all. He is not supposed to be on the field right now. This is not what the Titans wanted. As much as there was the chatter when they drafted him out of Liberty, uh, this is not the Titans' plan. Uh, They were going to go through Ryan Tannehill's final season and then figure out whether or not Malik was ready. But he's not ready. And it was obvious against the Chiefs. They only asked him to throw the ball 16 times, and he completed five passes. I'm not saying he isn't going to be a good quarterback. They clearly love his athleticism, and they like his mind, his mental approach. But they're going to ride Derrick Henry even more than what they would normally do. And Henry wants that. He wants to be the bell cow. He wants to have the ball in his hands. And I love the fact that he's still so bruising and so physical, even with all the mileage he's got on his body. So we'll see how this plays out. We didn't find out about Tannehill until very late last weekend and the weekend before. So I suspect the Titans are going to wait until the last second again. 
Also in the AFC South, the Houston Texans, they're still taking it, oh, day by day. No, they're still believing that they can make inroads this season. It's going to be a tough game against the Giants defense coming up on Sunday. Giants coming off their bye, and Davis Mills knows all about these challenges. I like to bring a lot of pressure. Um, we'll be ready for it. Kind of comes in any scenario, so first got to be able to run the ball. Uh, if we catch them under pressure and gash them on a run, that could be a big play. We've already Ooh. been on top of it starting off this week uh, with the protection plan and passing scenarios, how we're going to treat their different looks and uh, make sure we're on the same page. We know there's going to be some new things that we haven't seen. It's a lot of their stuff they bring is game plan related, so just got to be ready for it and ready to adjust in that way. You know how you gash them with Damian Pierce? <laughs> Closing in on 700 yards rushing. He's been the bright spot for the Houston Texans. Already three touchdowns. They don't score a ton, so let's be honest. Brandon Cooks is expected to return this weekend. I think I saw that on the injury updates. But, yes, Damian Pierce. You want to keep well, – and actually, these could be mirror images of each other because both these teams want to lean on their running backs. Saquon Barkley, Damian Pierce, they have – uh, a quarterback in in Daniel Jones who does have designed run plays. They really like him to be active and mobile too. Um, not that different than what Brian Dayball did with Josh Allen when he was in Buffalo. So this could be a ball control knockdown drag out where the drives are seven and eight minutes long. That's what these two teams want to do if they possibly can. Now, we won't have that between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Kansas City Chiefs. Coming up this weekend, Patrick Mahomes would like to see his team run the ball a little more, though. Do you know it was a career-high 68 passing attempts in that win, that eked-out win against the Titans on Sunday night? I think we still do a good job of trying to mix it up, and obviously that game got a little out of hand as far as throwing the ball a little bit more than we wanted to as compared to running it, but uh, it kind of it called for that. And uh, To be able to do both, I think you've seen in games we've been able to run the ball a lot. Um, in some games, and then obviously there's games where you have to throw the ball. It's uh, something that you have to do as a, as an offense in order to succeed in this league is being able to do both, and uh, that's something that I think we can do in this team. 68 passing attempts, a career high. Even as Tennessee was heavy run, the Chiefs were doing the opposite until what happened in the final stages, the fourth quarter. Mahomes using his legs then to keep the drive alive, ultimately scored the touchdown and the two-point conversion. Mahomes magic! Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. And the defense stepped up late uh, when it had to, when it had to keep the Titans out of the end zone and when it had to prevent Derrick Henry from doing any more damage. So the Chiefs have the one-two punch tops in the AFC West, whereas the Jaguars are coming off a victory in which they rally past the Raiders so this is another AFC West opponent for them, and they snapped their five-game win streak. Trevor Lawrence took better care of the football last week. There were no interceptions by the second-year QB. Really well coached. They do a good job of limiting the big plays, um, and I think they're I think they're playing well. Obviously, look at this season, and they've had a lot of close games, and they've really been able to play really, really good in the second half. You look offensively and defensively. You know, they might get behind, but then they're they're never out of it. So that's this is a team where you understand who you're playing, you understand who's on the other side of the ball. And, you know, I got all the faith in the world in our defense, but you, you do understand, like, the explosiveness of their offense and just kind of, you know, we got we to gotta play a great game. And it's that way every week, but especially this week. Oh, yeah, there's not much margin for error for these Jaguars as they continue to try to build a winning program under Doug Peterson. They're now sitting at 3-6, and six, the only team below them. Look out below! 
in the AFC South is the 1-6-1 and one Houston Texans. Meanwhile, in the AFC West, we talked about the Chiefs, 6-2. and two. The Chargers are 5-3. and three. They've got a great matchup this weekend with the Niners. I'm looking forward to this one. The Broncos are 3-5. and five. Uh, we, we mentioned that it's, what do we say, Tennessee and Denver this weekend, right? And then the Vegas Raiders. Now, they're... Right now, maybe at the lowest point of the season, and that's saying something. They just coughed up that 17-point lead uh, that the Jaguars spotted them and lost that game. They're at 2-6 and six in Josh McDaniel's first year. It's abysmal. But isn't this similar, at least to the adversity that they're facing, not the nature of it, but the adversity they're facing from a year ago when it was up to Derek Carr to guide this team out of darkness and into the glorious light? A couple of us, um, especially me and Tay, how you know, you're in this league, you know, it's almost been a decade, you know, we're, we're sitting here and we're the older guys that guys are looking at and, you know, it's okay to be upset and it's okay to be angry um, on Monday and Tuesday. It's okay to feel some type of way, but come Wednesday, you know, you learn very quickly that, you know, this it changes like that. And so you have to be able to get ready and show your teammates that you're ready to go for that day. And, uh, you know, that's something that we were literally talking about today that, you know, bringing our energy, bringing our leadership, uh, showing the young guys. And we've got a lot of veteran guys that have been doing it for a while and have been through good times, hard times, all that. And we just know how long of a year it is. You know, we haven't even played half our games yet. You know, uh, you know it's such a long season. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to just trying to get better and leading our guys this week to try and get a win this week. Vegas hosting Indy. Oh, man. That could be a mess. But that is the game we talked about with Trent Green. Kevin Harlan, Trent Green, Melanie Collins. That's their game on CBS. I'm pretty sure you're going to hear Steph Curry reference on that broadcast. I'm just saying. Although, I guess you'd have to wait until he does another Kansas City Chiefs game, potentially. But maybe they work it in to the conversation. Curry! <laughs> Man, when we're looking at after hours game of the week, Jay, it's not going to be Thursday night, which we don't ever include in the poll. But we've got some really good ones. So Seattle and Tampa Bay is in Germany. And I t- Tampa's a below 500, but it's in Germany. It's the first one in Munich. And the Seahawks could potentially pad their lead in the NFC West or the Bucks get back to 500. Minnesota and Buffalo, Josh Allen plays. That is really a marquee game. Two of the top teams in the NFL. <laughs> Didn't think I'd say that about Minnesota and Buffalo, but I am. Uh, then we've got, let's see. Hmm. Def- definitely Dallas Green Bay. Yeah, I was just Be- going to say that one. Oh, okay. And we're going to hear from both Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy. It's their reunion, though they have kept in touch. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. How do we... Shoot, this is tough. There's an NFC East battle. The Philadelphia Eagles are trying to go 9-0 for the first time in franchise history against the Commanders. And then we also have Chargers and Niners, which I would favor. But we have Cardinals and Rams as well, although they may not have Matthew Stafford. Oh, my gosh. This is good. This is week 10, baby. It's a good week. This is middle of November. It's starting to get good. Gooder. It's starting to get gooder. What? Chargers Niners is really catching my eye there. That's a it's a nice looking game. It's hot fire. It's up it's up there. It's, it's pretty warm. Not only does Jay like to use the fire bomb emoji, but he also likes to say straight fire and hot fire. And sometimes I'm like, what? I don't Wait, say what hot fire. I, said, I think I said straight fire more than hot fire. But. Oh well, I've heard hot fire in the last couple of hours, it so it <laughs> it does it does. Okay, on Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, we're asking you your level of interest and anticipation for Team USA and the World Cup, not one or the other. 
fact, if you're cheering for a different uh, nation, well, you're dead to me. But I understand you may have loyalties elsewhere. It just can't be Italy. No, no, no. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Straight ahead, Jeff Saturday speaks for the first time, as does his second-year QB on the coaching change. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. On CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Couldn't be more thrilled about having him here. And yes, he is fully experienced enough. Yes, he is fully capable. He's extremely smart. He's ex- extremely competitive. He understands the game. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. That is the unmistakable voice of one Jim Ursay, owner of the Indianapolis Colts, who once again threw the league for a huge loop in the last couple of days. Do you remember it was him at the owners' meetings in New York? who spoke up about how it would be in everyone's best interest for Daniel Snyder to sell the commanders and also how he believed that ultimately they would have the votes inside the NFL owners fraternity. A lot of owners got upset at that. A lot of owners were ticked, not only that he broke rank, but also that he would dare to put them in the equation. He would dare to drag them into it. But it wasn't that long after we found out the Snyder family has hired a firm to check into to investigate selling the team. Now Jim Irsay is tinkering with his own locker room and his own team and not someone else's. (laughs) Now 
He is throwing a Pro Bowl center. We know offensive linemen are often the smartest guys on the team. He's throwing a Pro Bowl center for whom he has great affection that he's tried to hire multiple times as a coach on the Frank Reich staff into the hot seat. Go. Ready, go. I can't believe it. Four days, four days after he's hired, he's putting in a game plan. Presumably with the help of the coaching staff that Frank Reich hired. In addition to that, five days later, the man has to stand on the sidelines and deal with clock management and personnel and time and situation and downs and everything else. It's going to be overwhelming. I don't care how well he knows football. He's never been a coach. Six days later? Not at the end of the season. Six days later. There are no training wheels for Jeff Saturday. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Why did he take on what seems like a monumentous task in which he could be set up to fail? Because I care. Right? I told the guys this morning, I care about the players. I care about their families. I've sat in their seat, man. This sucks. Right? I like Frank. I've talked to Frank. We've texted. I love Frank, man. I was working with Frank, right? So I'm working with him every week, talking to him. I I consider Frank a friend, and I love him. I think he's a heck of a football coach. I got no control over how that – so I understand from their perspective. I've sat in that seat. They love Frank, man. That's that's their coach. I mean, they played for this dude. So uh, I don't minimize that at all. I I care about the staff and their family. These guys work hard. They sacrifice for their families. They sacrifice time, energy, and effort. These are my people, bro. Like, my adult life was forged here. Like, these people matter to me. This organization matters to me, right? The people in the community matter to me. I mean, everybody thinks this is, like, flippant. This is this is not. Like, I care whatever I can do. And when he said, hey, can you help me? Absolutely, I'll help. Jeff Saturday says, I took the job because I care. And he believes that passion and that compassion The fact that he grew up and he has an affinity and a love and a devotion to the Colts will make him a better coach. It'll make him more invested. And he was a consultant with the team. But weirdly enough, he turned down opportunities to be on Frank's staff, which would have presumably made him closer to his goal of being a coach. I guess that money in TV is a lot better. So Jeff Saturday has to address the team for the first time. He feels like they can win, and he took the job because he cares. However, he's addressing, as he says, players who are loyal to Frank Reich. So what do you, I mean, what do you do? How do you transition midseason? It's a question that I've asked players before. Sam Ellinger is starting now for the Colts. He's going to start the rest of the year. That's a decision that Ursay and Ballard made. Um, but he has to change voices now. And Frank was a quarterback in the NFL. So he's going to a different play caller entirely as they move from Frank to Jeff Saturday. We found out all as a team together. Um, Chris came in on Monday morning and informed us. Um, so it's, you know, it's been a hectic week and um, there's a lot of moving parts, but you know, we're all pros and, you know, we're paid to do these jobs, so uh, we got to just control what we can control and do our job. That's the safe answer. We have to control what we can control and do our jobs. But there's a lot of emotion there. 
you hear it in the voice of Matt Eberflus, who was on that staff with the Colts as their D coordinator before he took the job in Chicago. And so he was speaking out on Wednesday about his former boss. Obviously, Frank's a very good friend of mine. Um, I really enjoyed my time with him. Uh, he certainly helped me professionally, um, you know, as, as a man, as a coach. Um, and, and I can't say enough good things about Frank Reich. Uh, I, I love him to death. He's, he's a great, a dear friend of mine. Lots of guys loyal to Frank around the league. Our friend Boomer Esiason roomed with Frank in college at Maryland. And, and so they're very good friends. He actually told me, I'm relieved for Frank. He can come back to the land of the living. He and his wife can take a vacation. They can hang out together. The stress, the heaviness, the weight of this is a lot on human beings, head coaches in the NFL. It takes its toll. There, There's a reason why some of them, not all of them, but some of them have health issues. Because if you don't pay attention to your health, if you don't have balance in your life, it can catch up with you. The nonstop work. That was Mike McCarthy for years, just nonstop work. Frank, by the way, did speak to Mike Chappell of Fox 59 in Indianapolis, and he expressed his disappointment. Now, he always takes the high road. Uh, we don't have audio. We just have the quotes, but I wanted to read them to you so you know that He is a classy guy who, according to Trent, according to others, will get hired somewhere. Boomer said the same thing. He will get hired again in the NFL. Quote, there's disappointment and hurt. It hurts. It hurts to have it happen in the middle of the season. But I understand the business side of things. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Mr. Ursay, and I've come to trust his instincts and his knowledge of the game. I just know he's doing what he thinks is best for the team. I gave my heart and soul to the job, oh, to the guys, to everything I did there. I didn't take anything for granted. I think you keep all your options open. So this is not the end of his coaching career, according to Frank Reich. Obviously, my desire is to be a head coach. I love the game. I love everything about the game. So you keep all of your options open. I mean, high road number one, number two character, number three, the passion that he has for not just his team, he's devoted to the team, but also the game of football. Remember, he was on Doug Peterson's staff that won the Super Bowl with the Eagles in 2017. He was the O coordinator, right? He was quarterback's coach first and then maybe offensive coordinator. Um, I mean, this is a guy who's got a great pedigree and the training is there. And he had a winning record with the Colts. They made the playoffs two of the four years that he was there. Now, last year went so horribly wrong when they lost those two games at the end of the regular season and the the Carson Wentz games that he fell off the map at the end of the year, that really did hasten his demise. No doubt that came from on high with Jim Ursay. But that brings me to my other point about Frank's tenure in Indianapolis. Different quarterback every single year he was there. That's not all completely on him. They initially brought in Carson Wentz, I think, because of his connection and because of his previous relationship and his productive relationship with Carson Wentz. The commanders were only too ready. No way, he's with the commanders now. The Eagles, where did he go after the Eagles? Shoot. Colts. So it was Eagles to Colts. Wentz? Yes. Yes. Was there another team in there? I don't believe so. <laughs> okay. So, so 
though the the uh, Eagles were only too ready to get rid of him, um, and and so they were they were thrilled, and the Colts gave up a lot, and that blew up in their faces royally. But if you look back now to the retirement of Andrew Luck, and even the the year before, well, he started 15 games in 2016, so we'll go with that. He started almost all, even though he was hurt. They went from Luck to Jacoby Brissett to Scott Tolzien, back to Andrew Luck in 2018. Then Jacoby Brissett, Brian Hoyer, Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Sam Ellinger. They've given up a lot of assets for starting quarterbacks, and they have not panned out. Except for Phil. Philip did pan out. They just didn't win in the playoffs. Well, they won. Wait, what year did they win their the game? That they were one and one with Rivers, right? In the playoffs? Or was it the year before? Just really quick confirm that for me now, because I know they didn't make the playoffs in twenty one. In twenty they made the playoffs with Rivers. Yes, the Colts won a playoff game with Rivers. That's what I thought. So they're one and one with Rivers. So, but going back to when Frank was hired, you're talking about a revolving door. Luck retires, Brissett, Hoyer, Rivers, Wentz, Ryan, Ellinger. How can any team, any offense, any coach find stability? I tell you all the time, constant change equals constant losing in sports. On Twitter, A Law Radio, on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, please vote for your excitement level. That sounds awkward. Please gauge, share your excitement, your anticipation, or your lack thereof for Team USA in the 2022 World Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. World Cup. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it tossed? Oh my goodness, it's tossed. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown LA. Burrow back to throw. Looking. Firing deep for Chase in the end zone. He's got it. Touchdown. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Mahomes fires for the end zone. Caught. It's time for QB News on After Hours. Coming up, Dusty Baker will be back with the Houston Astros for another year on the heels of his first World Series as a manager and their second in franchise history. Though many of you refuse to consider 2017, it's a little bit like the home run record. It's there whether or not you choose to acknowledge. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Let's look at the NFC through the eyes of our quarterbacks. We gave you the update on Two of the injured starters in the AFC, Josh Allen, as much as we know, Ryan Tannehill, Tennessee, as much as we know. Well, how about 
Matt Stafford. I actually did not know that he was questionable until Jay pointed it out to me, but apparently, according to Sean McVay, he's now in concussion protocol. What ended up happening was, you know, Reggie and his group doing their kind of cleanup after the game. You know, you you ask the questions and you do the right follow-ups and uh, determine that they felt like that was the best thing for him. It's uh, more importantly about, you know, the person than the player and these types of things, as we know. And nobody's more of a competitor and wanting to be out there with his teammates than Matthew. He's in the protocol. So we'll take it a day at a time with him. Strange, right? Very ethereal. They felt like after cleaning up following the game that it, the best thing for him was to enter concussion protocol. Uh, there were no indication during the game that Matthew had any concussion-like symptoms, so he played. Uh, but some of the questions he was asked after the game by the medical staff, they felt like, hey, it's probably best for us to put him into protocol, which is going to happen more and more now. If there's any doubt, protocol it is. So that's the latest on Matthew Stafford, though we don't have any idea about his status for this week's this weekend's game uh, certainly becoming paramount for the Rams and definitely in the NFC West where they will be hosting Arizona man Kyler Murray all that money all the profile and they've got to turn this around at some point divisional opponent you know we know what they do Um, they've had our number you know since since we've been here um but at the same time, like I said, we know what they do. We know that, you know, I feel like we have a great plan this week. Um, Coverage-wise, we know what they're going to be in. Um, front-wise, we know what they're going to be in. Um, <laughs> just got to execute. And that's just, you know, that's been the moral of the story is just haven't executed. Shot ourselves in the foot many times. Um, and, you, and to win games, like, you can't do that. Right now, the Cardinals are 3-6, and six, basement of the NFC West. The Rams are just above them, though, 3-5. and five. They've obviously already have their bye. The Niners are at 4-4, four and four, and this weekend, Sunday night football against the Los Angeles Chargers. Kyle Shanahan has Jimmy Garoppolo. They've added weapons. They like what they have offensively. You got five guys who can touch the ball, so the more people have to worry about those five guys, the better. Um... I mean, you got two guys who are a little bit interchangeable. They're different positions, but they both can play the other one's position. Um, So it just makes it a lot easier to distribute the field. It's not like Debo's going to do this for him or he's going to do that for Debo. Um, They both do it for everybody, including one another and themselves. It just makes a little bit more space and um, makes a little bit more a threat on whoever gets the ball in their hands. Wait until you hear what Brandon Staley had to say about Christian McCaffrey. So that's the other side of it, right? The other head coach trying to game plan for an offense that I also think can give you a ton of looks and can really force your defense to pick and choose. Pick your poison, so to speak. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. Kirk Cousins, all the rage this week. He won at his old haunt, Washington. Then he danced on video shirtless with a bunch of bling. He was everywhere. He was with the Mannings. He was with Pat McAfee. He's doing a ton of interviews and super happy, but now, of course, getting back to business and facing the top defense in the league on the road in Orchard Park, New York. I think they play very fast. They play hard. I think they um, play well as a unit. I think they have players on all three levels of defense. I think they can cover well. I think they tackle well. I think they create turnovers well. I think, you know, you can go down the line of, um, of attributes you want in a defense, and uh, they're checking, checking those boxes. 
Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to talk about you and dancing and the bling and you getting your own bling and how the rest of the team responded to your dancing, Dalvin Cook. He got like his own type of beat to what he do. Like, like everything, like, like if it's like, it could be clear like how the dance go, but it's like his version. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's just what it is. Like, and that's what makes it so unique. Cause like he got his own version of like, you know, of everything. And that's just who he is. And I think that's why I love him so much. He's just who he is. And like, all right, this is how I do it. And this is how it's going to be done. Like, that's what it is. He makes no apologies for being Kirk Cousins. And right now, because the team is winning, his his teammates, his locker room, they're all about it. Uh, but there's a reason why those videos went viral, not because Kirk Cousins is a great dancer because he knows how to do the gritty. Could you imagine? That would be fun. But please, just the shirt would be, would be totally fine. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio, inside the NFC North. Of course, the Vikings lead that division at 7-1. and one. We've got the Green Bay Packers now riding the longest losing skid in the NFL at five games, hosting the Dallas Cowboys coming off their bye and their head coach, Mike McCarthy. These two, long history together. We've always kind of been in touch a little bit more, I'd say the last year or so. Um, you know, I think as time goes by, the gratitude for that time as you look back on the journey of your career is, uh, you know, goes up a little bit and you appreciate the little things a little bit more uh, because really this game and life is about the journey. I'll always be, uh, be tied with him uh, because of the connection that we had and the years we spent together. Uh, obviously my longest tenured coach, longest tenured play caller. Um, thankful for those years and thankful maybe a little bit more as uh, the, the years go by. A whole lot of appreciation, not only for him, but the players, the teams that we had there. I mean, we, you know, we had some you know, great, great times, great moments. You know, uh, when I think of him, I think of the, all the one-on-one conversations we used to have, especially in the younger days. And uh, it always ended with a hug and I love you. So and that, that's when I think about our relationship. Um, you know, I, I think he made me a much better coach. I mean, you're talking about a man that's, you know, one of the premier professional athletes of his generation. You know, just the, you know, I've spent the weekend watching him play uh, quarterback. He's still playing extremely high level, you know, just the fundamentals and just the way he plays. It's, um, you know, um, he, he deserves all the accolades that he receives. He actually is listed as questionable. I know this because he is back to being my fantasy starter. My gosh. How is it that I'm in first place with Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback? That should tell you how much guys like Tyreek Hill, Dallas Goddard, Ramondre Stevenson, even Evan McPherson scores more points than Aaron Rodgers sometimes. Anyway, with Matthew Stafford, I was so excited. I was like, oh, yeah, Matthew Stafford against the Cardinals. That'll work. There was a reason why he was available. All right, one more. P.J. Walker is back as the starter of the Carolina Panthers, despite the fact that Baker Mayfield came in and led three touchdown drives in the second half against the Bengals last week. I feel good, you know, uh, just to see that he trusts me. You know, he got, got a lot of faith in me to go out there and play um, and get the job done on, on Thursday. Um, at the end of the day, we all are trying to win, and, um, you know, that's, that's the mindset for the team. So P.J. Walker is back, baby. Let's see if he's back and better than ever. I will admit that I do not understand this. I'm not telling you that Baker's the savior for the Panthers. I, I don't think that relationship is probably don't really care. Ex- extended beyond this year. I think Baker will end up playing for a third team in three years, though that remains to be seen. I don't understand this. 
to me, it seems like Baker Mayfield gives them a better chance to win. But Steve Wilkes is going back to P.J. Walker. Uh, and Steve Wilkes is trying to get a head coaching job, too. So it's not as though his future is set in stone either. So week 10, through the eyes of the quarterback. Still to come, a little bit of the something-something on Thursday Night Football. Amazon Prime. It's a barn burner. Atlanta and Carolina. Yes. Oh, dear. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 